I forget. All right. Well, so good to see everyone. Um, how is everyone doing? Feeling good? Yeah. Good. I'm just back from vacation, so. <laughs> so you're feeling you're feeling great. <laughs> yeah, all zened out. Oh, fantastic. And we've got Dr. Ali coming on board. Annette, I feel like I haven't seen you forever. Really good to see you too. I know. Yeah, mm. thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here. At least it's a little bit later I'm able to do things, work things around. So work that well. Oh, so fantastic. So good. All right. Well, let's get started. So we've got two questions that have been pre-posted. And as you know, we always give the pre-posted questions the, <clears throat> the um, not the preference, but we start with them first. But please, if you have questions, make sure that you ask them. And always the, the questions have been so good lately because it then starts a, a further conversation as well. And both of these will kind of lead into some really good stuff. So I'm going to start with WeWay's. So WeWay isn't actually on here yet. I wonder, you know what? I might start with Paulus's because, um, yeah, let's start with Paulus's because WeWay may come on a little bit later. All right. So I'm going to read Paulus's question though, because it's it's really good. So my question comes from module seven, which is all about our team training. So training your new associate to be, become a network marketing rock star. Oops, someone's just coming in. Fantastic. Um, I think the statements by Eric Warre on the three successful mindsets are excellent and sets the posture and expectation of the new associate about taking personal responsibility. However, could it be too brutally honest for some newbies who may not yet have the entrepreneurial will to make a go of it? We've got Myrna coming in too. Will it give them buyer's remorse? I find some new associates require a lot of handholding and direct forthright statements like that can, can scare them away. So this is a, a really, really good question. So I'm going to bring up the, the script in question, just because for many of us, you may not have gone to back to module seven recently. Hi, Myrna. So good to see you. Hello. <laughs> and congratulations. I just saw, just saw the number 14. Is that right? Number 14. That's so good. That's huge. That's Thank absolutely you. huge. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, nice. And Beautiful. keep these bell ringings, like little, small, big, everything, because we have to celebrate. Like we so quickly go on to the next thing, but we need to celebrate each other. So just happy dance. Really, really, really raising. And hi, Renee. Great to see you too. All right. So let me bring up the script in question. I'm going to just share my screen. And so just bear with me a second. I'm just going to make sure you can see it. You can see the screen, although it's not what I want you to see, correct? You can see it okay? Okay, it's not what I want you to see, but that's okay. All right, so here is, so this is really good to review, you know, every once in a while anyways. So if any of you feel like going back through how to, how to train your team, really good thing to go through. But this is the script here. So I've not is, seen the screen, so oh, I'll just see the screen? log out, log, I'll log out and log in again because everybody else seems to, which is a bit unusual. So. Okay, we can see Ellie. Yeah. Okay. Okay, everyone else can see the script though. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. That's Hello, great. Dr. Grimson speaking. Oops, Ali, you've got um, you're we're, we're still on. Let me just mute you. Okay. I can't mute it. It's just all, I can't leave. It's just all gone, um, crashed basically. I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
That's technology, eh? You just never, let me just see here. <laughs> what I'm going to do, there we go. I'm just going to remove her so then she can come back in. Okay, perfect. All right, so so this has already been soul crafted a little bit. So Eric Worries was even more direct. But what I want to just show you here. So basically, this is all about setting the expectation that their success or their failure is up to them and to really get them to take personal responsibility. But I totally understand how perhaps you can feel like, oh my goodness, is this going to have them have buyer's remorse? So the first thing, and we're going to go through this together, but I just want to talk about the very first thing when I sit down and do a training with someone is I really talk to them about their goals and the time that they have. So if Mm -hmm. they tell me that they want to make $1,000 per week in a year and they have 10 hours per week, which is is doable as long as you it's 10 hours that is in the business. It's not just focused on folding your undies or doing training. It has to be actually business building activities. So as we know from the WAP on the five, the five needle moving activities, if someone were to do 10 hours per week and really focus with you, oops, hang on a second here. Your if they really focus with you, they can do that. Now, again, that does not mm-hmm. mean 10 hours of going to convention, although I think convention is amazing. doesn't mean 10 hours of reading personal development books. It means two presentations per week, two to four, actually, two to four presentations per week. If you did, so let's break this down because I, I heard someone say that's not enough. It is enough if they're doing two to four presentations per week because that's going to be four hours, let's say because we don't want presentations to, we want the presentation to be about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. So that's four hours a week. Let's throw another in for travel time. Okay, if you're traveling, but of course we can do Zoom and whatnot now. Your follow-up is going to take you at least another hour. Your inviting is gonna take you another hour. Two hours for training your team, which you don't have a team in the beginning. <laughs> so you've got two more hours for inviting and following up. And you've got an hour for personal development. So if you were if you were if you were pressed for time, you would take out, you know, like you would make your follow-up shorter or you would make your inviting. And why I know you can do this is this is what I did in the beginning. I just went like full on those two to four presentations per week without fail. And then that means obviously you need to be inviting the four to eight to get two to four presentations. Okay, so now this can seem daunting, but if someone says, I want to make $1,000 per week by the end of the year and I have 10 hours per week, then you need to tell them what this is going to take. Okay, so even if it is a bit of a, a tough conversation, a strong conversation, you need to, and that's what you are there for. You're not there to... I mean, yes, we can say it with grace and love and you know my style. Like I never come down hard on people. I'm just really, really clear. And I also inspire people as well. Okay, so we're going to talk about how to do that. But if someone says, you know, I just want to make a little bit of extra income and, you know, I've got two to three hours per week, then I wouldn't give them this, you know, it's completely up to you and yada, yada, yada. So you just have to see where they are first. And then you also want to deliver this in a way that does feel comfortable for you. You know, so if this wording is you just like, oh, my God, I just don't want to say it like this. You can say it in in a different way. But bottom line, if someone wants to make a thousand dollars per week and they have 10 hours 
you know, 15 would be better, but they can do it in 10. And I've seen so many people do it in 10 as well. But it, it, they have to take personal responsibility. They need to listen to what you are coaching and, and how you're mentoring them. If that's what they want to achieve. If it's, you know, just a little bit of extra income and then you, you're the one that's actually inspiring them that you can do so much more, you know, then you don't necessarily have to go in and, you know, be as, as, um, as clear. Okay. And you, you can be that coach that is inspiring them to think bigger, you know, absolutely. Now my, my style is, and this is what module seven is all about is quality over quantity. So I look for leaders. So I'm actually not looking for people that I have to molly coddle. Okay. So I'm, cause I, that's, I don't have the time for it. So, and e- those people that we may want to help because we're like, this would be so good for you. You need the money. That's okay. But treat them like if you feel like you're having to really kind of pull them across the finish line, you're giving, give them less of your time. Okay. It doesn't mean that you want to not help them, but you as a leader have to invest your time in the people that are really going to take this to another level. And that's just, unfortunately, the, you know, the, the, the hard facts, you know, you want to think of yourself as a company and you, you are hiring people to come into your business and you as a business owner are not going to hire people that you have to molly coddle along. Okay. So I know this might seem hard (laughs) and it still gives you (laughs) lots of room to, to really nurture. Like, you know how I always say, if you bring in 10 people, you're going to have two leaders. You're going to have two people that quit. You're going to have six people that are just average. And that is a big part of your network marketing business. And you want to service them. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, having ongoing trainings, um, doing things with your team, building culture, all of that. Yes. But you're looking to invest your time in the people who really want this. And then I think it's very important in today's society, even more so to people to really understand personal responsibility. Because I, I do feel that like my generation that I grew up in the like the 80s and the 90s. So in the 90s, I was like, you know, 27 or so. We still had that sense of personal responsibility. It's not as much there with people now. It's a lot of blame, like, you know, like blame the government, blame whatever, you know, versus like my life is up to me. And I, th- I think we're also there to really um, let me just I'm going to stop sharing. So I just. I um hang on a second here. That shouldn't be. Don't report. That's fine. She didn't do anything bad. <laughs> uh, so our, I think it's also our our like as a leader that we can really teach personal responsibility. It doesn't mean that we have to be hard ass. You know, it doesn't mean that. You know, and it doesn't mean that you know we get a reputation that oh Carmen's just like you know she's so black and white. It doesn't mean that at all. We can still say it with grace and love, but come from, coming from the place that this, your success is up to you. And entrepreneurship is not, not easy, but neither is working a nine to five job. So it's kind of like, choose your easy or choose your heart, you know, which heart do you want? And as we know, when you're in network marketing, if, if you're building it, uh, if you're in a, a full-time job, that 10 really, really focused hours, 15, if you have it, is fantastic. You don't have to be as focused. That's normally what people have when they're in a full-time business or sorry, full-time job. Those 10 to 15 hours aren't going to be easy because they're going to be at night. They're going to be on the weekend as, as Colleen or uh, sorry, Colette Larson. Sorry, I was thinking of um, 
one of my associates, Colette Larson always said she built it in the nooks and crannies of her life. So when, when Phil and Penny were my sponsors, what really excited me was the leadership bonuses. So that, that was something and the income that I could make. Now, we can't like in social media and when we're doing presentations from the stage, you know, we can't talk about, you know, you can make millions of dollars, but when you're in a, like a one-on-one and you're in training, you can show the potential as, as long as you're always saying, you know, the average, you know, X, Y, Z. Okay. But that's what got me excited. Like when I was looking for a network marketing business, I wanted to know that I could make X, Y, Z. And those leaders, like, I didn't want to know that I could just make 30 grand extra a year or 50 grand. Cause I might as well be in a, I mean, I think I left, what did I leave? Like 120 grand job. Like I wanted to know I could make more. And what excited me was the leadership bonuses. So I would also somewhere show that to people that are entrepreneurial because that excites people. You know, the idea that you can be part <laughs> of what, yeah. So that is a, um, yeah, super, super important. Um, so I think if you're at all, all worried, like, will I put somebody off? Like, will I come across too strong? Then always make sure you assess what their goals are and that accordingly, then you set the training up. You could also have someone that comes in and is like, yes, I want to make like a thousand dollars after a year. And then when you do the first training, they're like, you know, actually I'm pregnant and I only can devote you know, X, Y, Z, I would still have this conversation with them, you know, because it's not a wrong conversation to have. Like my success is up to me. And let me bring you back to why I love this conversation. I'll show you. So, so your, so I would just say this, you know, very lovingly, but very clear. Um, and how I would set it up is this is what I have found helps people the most to achieve their goals. Your success or your failure is 100% to you, which you probably already know. And then, you know, they're, they're going to be nodding. Yeah, you know, I know this. And then I would just walk them through this. Like, you are you are the one responsible. I am here to guide you every step of the way, but I can't do it for you. The business, which is going to, you know, be so life-changing, will take time, effort, and personal growth, but your ladder is up against the right wall. All of your efforts will be going towards one of the most important things you can do in your life, creating true financial freedom. And I talk about this concept of having our ladder up against the right wall. If you have your ladder up against a nine to five job, you can work so hard to make somebody else rich. Versus in network marketing, your ladder is up against your wall. You can pivot, you can work harder, you can work less, you know, it's, but it's up against the right wall. You know, provided that you've chosen the right network marketing company, which you all have. <laughs> And so then you say like, this is, this is what I teach all of my, my leaders. I teach all of my, my, my team. So people want to be a leader. So when you say, I teach this to all of my leaders, I am responsible for my own success. Now, how I said that, does that feel like it could make you have buyer's remorse? Probably not, right? You know, probably not. Yeah. It's probably going to inspire you. Yeah. So it's all, it's all how we deliver it too. And then you also want to say, my job is to help you become independent from me as soon as possible and a leader for your own team. Do you agree that's a good goal? 
And I always say to them, in a job, if I was your boss, so say I was like, like in, in charge of the communications department, and I was the boss, and I hired you, I actually don't want you to become better than me or independent because from me, because that could mean you could take my job. But in network marketing, it's different. I want you to be even better than me. Now I'm going to be here to guide you to help you do that. But do you agree it's good that I teach you how to be independent from me? So you're not always, you know, you can make more money than me. You can build this in any way you want. So that that's how you frame that. And then finally, this is so important. And this is what I love. There will be ups and downs. There's going to be good, bad, day, good and bad days. We call these entrepreneurial funk days. I'll know when you're in an entrepreneurial funk, if you're not calling me, you're not showing up or building your business. It will happen. And it does happen to every entrepreneur. We all have these cycles, ups and downs. When it happens, how do you want me to handle it? Leave you alone or be persistent and remind you why you made this decision in the first place? Why do you think I asked that? Because it gives me permission, because of course, they're going to say, no, call me on it. So then it gives me permission to call them on it. And it also sets them up that they, you know, they don't, they don't have these rose colored glasses that everything's going to be perfect. You know, because when we come into network marketing, I did too, you know, you think it's just going to be perfect, but it's not. So we need to tell them. It's like in Sexy Fit, I tell people, you are going to fall off the wagon at some point. So you can, you can maybe have the most amazing 33 days. You can have the most amazing four months, but at some point you're going to eat something that is going to spike your blood sugar. Maybe you're going to over drink and you're not going to feel good. Are you prepared for what, what to do then? And we have to teach that. Okay. Because it's, it's not life to expect people to just have, you know, to be up, 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 up. I mean, no company, nobody can have on days all the time. Okay, so does that does 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 that feel better? Does it any comments that anyone would like to share? Any insights? Thanks, Carmen. That was very good. Yes, you've you put context onto um, those statements, and, and we should modify depending on where the person is and where they want to go. Correct. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, good. 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 Excellent. And I think this is so good for everyone to everyone to review because so often we just want to help people, you know, and, and we don't want to put them off. Yeah. Carmen, it reminds me of the, that, that saying where you say um, to explode the bomb up front. You're kind of telling them what to expect and how you're going to, you know, navigate them through and help them guide them through it, which is awesome. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Explode. And that's kind of like a, like a soul craft, like you want it in your DNA, every, every, everywhere you can explode the bomb up front. Yeah. And you can, you can, what's the word? Like, it doesn't mean you have to say like, it's going to, there's going to be, it's going to be so hard. <laughs> what you want to say is like, this is the best, like for me, what would I tell my team? This is literally the best decision I ever made in my life. I almost didn't. I walked up and down the beach, you know, for weeks. Like, should I do it? Should I not do it? I'm so glad I did because it's what created financial freedom. It opened up everything for me. My dreams of living around the world, my dreams of working with people that I liked, but it's also been really hard. It's really, really forced me to dig deep. But would I change that? No. So you, you want to like mix it with, 
the beauty of it, but then to also show that it hasn't necessarily always been easy so that they're aware. And that makes like intuitively, we know that, you know, it's, it's why we all love an underdog because we know that life can be tough sometimes, but we're like rooting for that underdog. And so as humans, we know this, you know, so it's, in fact, if it seems too good, we know it's too good to be true. So this is why it's so good to be just so honest with our, our team. Any other comments or questions? Myrna, yes. Um, can I just ask you, the, the, the slide that you just had up there, is that in the soul craft? Yes. Or is that a yes, yes, yes. Okay. So great question. So that is actually module one, um, the, the PDF download. So in, in uh, sorry, sorry, module seven, lesson one, I said that wrong. So mo module seven is all about how to train your team. Yeah. And lesson one, that's actually the download PDF for that particular lesson. Okay, thank you. Module seven is super in-depth because it's all like how I train my team, everything. So it's, it's yeah, it's a pretty robust, like it gives you everything. So if, if anyone hasn't, and I know Myrna, you may not have even got there yet, but if anyone in, has already done it, go back and do it again because when you go back, you'll be like, I don't even remember Carmen ever saying this because it's there's so many layers to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's module seven, lesson one. And that's taken from um, GoPro. It's the one thing I really, I mean, Eric War is great. Um, he's just a little bit different than my style, but that was one of my favorite things that he did. So I just credited him and then just soul crafted a little bit. It is his idea. I just softened it a little bit. He's even harder. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't say that. But the whole idea just to explode the bomb up front, like Barbara's saying, is just so important in that training. And again, the my biggest leap, my, all the people who have done the best in my team were ones that I really worked with for those first, first three months. But keeping in mind, I wasn't dragging those people across the finish line. They were leaders that put up their hand. And then I just stuck to them like glue for three months. Annette, you had a question or a comment. I, yes, I, I did because I think so. You've got two different types of people: the ones that do say forty percent. So, how long would you spend time with the forty percenters, which are brand? I'm talking new associates, and then the one percenter who do a lot. How long would you spend with the forty percenters, based on what we just went through? Yeah, great question. Great question. So if if you take now, of course, it's always a perfect world. If we take that 10 scenario, so you'll have two people of the 10 will, will do great. You know, two people will fall off and then you'll have like six that will be kind of average. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like your 20% will do most of the work. 60% will be average. And then 20% will just never be seen again. <laughs> so that the, the the even the 60%, the the 20% that leave, I still do that three month thing. But if they're not showing up after a few times, then I don't continue to call them, you know, like, so if, you know, if they're, I, I really actually haven't had that many people that have put up their hand to be trained and then are like, you know, just disappear. They, they tend early on to disappear, you know, so they don't really do anything. So the 60%, I still do that three month, 
but they're just not doing the two to four presentations per week or even one presentation per week, you know, or they might do a little bit in the beginning, but they're still, they're still really valuable because they're on the products. They're recommending here or there. They have a great attitude. They love the company culture. It's not like, I, I just, I, I, I can't drag them across the finish line to get them to do the two to four presentations per week. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones I'm still really like, they get on all the team trainings, you know, I'm super supportive, but I'm not working as closely with them. And, but that 20% that's really going for it, then of course I'm, you know, even after those three months, they still kind of have a direct line to me and they're on the the higher level calls, et cetera. But those 60%, I'm not like deserting because they're still like a really big part of your, your organization. The 20% that don't do anything, then, you know, you know, I might give them a call once every year, you know, to see if they are still interested, but gradually by them not showing up or not responding, then you know it's, yeah, they're just not. Are so you thinking you, specifically, Annette? Yeah, new associates that I do have in. So I'm just mm-hmm. wondering, uh, I suppose that's like falling in love with potential, but is mm. there a possibility that those 60%ers, maybe a couple could become the two percenters, would you then sit down with them after three months and say, okay, yada, yada, yada? Uh, absolutely. What we've just been through. Yeah? yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And this is all kind of fluid too. Like there's no kind of hard and fast rule, but ab- absolutely. I'm trying to think in, in my organization of who was who became successful that was kind of latent i know i have somebody i'm just trying to think of an example um i can't think of right now but i know i have had someone that started out excited then kind of didn't do anything for a while and then got you know got re-excited and i was one of those people actually because i i joined with phil and penny then i went overseas i almost decided not to do usana do something else do the john gray franchises came back to Denver, they met with me, showed me the compensation plan again. And then I was like, what am I doing? Of course, I want to do this. So I was one of those people who, you know, if, if they had of like, okay, she's had her three months, we're not going to approach her again. You know, they would have, but they they did, they were like, okay, let's get together with Carmen as soon as she gets back from Europe. So yeah, if you see potential, and you're, because there's always like, if it new something changes in the compensation plan or there's a new product or there's something exciting to tell your team that maybe you know there's a little bit latent then that always gives you a reason to call them you know or even 6 months passes and they haven't been in a lot of communication you'll, you can always call them and say hey i know we haven't chatted for a while but i just wanted to see if you're still interested in building building usana there's some new xyz and i i would love to work with you Okay. So my my door is never closed for sure, but I don't waste energy in terms of being disappointed when someone doesn't do anything. That that's the biggest thing that I think takes your energy is when we get disappointed and we stay in this energy of like I don't have people, like all my people aren't doing anything. I'm just let it be what it is, and then I just go and find new people or work with my my leaders. And I keep the door open, but energetically, I'm not dragged down by these. And that's, that is, that is probably rather than think like, when do I give up on people? 
keep your door open, but take your energy where it needs to be. So that they're, yeah, they're not impacting you. Yeah. 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 And that, that's a really good distinction. Actually, I hadn't really thought of that until now that it's, it's not so much when do I give up on them or give them attention. It's more, you take your energy somewhere else, keep your, your door open and then don't let, don't be disappointed or your energy affected by that. Yeah. Thank you. Is that helpful for everyone? Yeah. And, you know, then people out of the blue will surprise you. You know, they, they come back or, but you're not sitting there like, you know, like trying to watch the kettle boil, you know, because we know if we watch the kettle boil, it takes forever. So if you're just waiting for that person to return, you know, it's just, it's like that funnel. I don't know if you remember in, in Soulcraft, I give that visual of a funnel. We can't hang out at the end of the funnel waiting for the people to come through. We just have to keep putting people into the funnel. Doesn't have to be throwing spaghetti against the wall. It's still quality people and you don't need a ton, but you want to be at the top of the funnel. You don't want to be at the bottom, just hanging out, waiting. Any other nuances about this that anyone wants to discuss? Because it is, it is nuanced, you know, so Annette, I'm glad you brought that up because it's, it's, all of this is very nuanced. All right. All right. Let's go on to Weiwei's question. I don't know if Weiwei, I think she's probably listening, just probably can't be on video. So that's totally good, Weiwei. Um, but just in case you don't know your videos on or isn't on. Okay. So Weiwei says a question about a prospect. I received a few purchases from my sister-in-law's friend through her. So from my sister-in-law's friend through my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law is purely a customer who trusts the brand. She bought the products from me. She is neither into network marketing, nor is she a preferred customer due to the auto order commitment. I don't know about her friend. How should I explore this opportunity with her friend in this case? So this is a brilliant scenario because it gives you a reason to call your sister-in-law to see if she might be interested in doing network marketing as an associate or perhaps even the referral program. So what, what I would do is call the sister-in-law, you know, and then, and you know how we always do with the Soulcraft way, hey, I'm, I'm, especially if you're in contact with your sister-in-law every day, then you don't need to do this. But let's say you haven't talked to her for a couple of weeks. I would call her and say, hey, I'm calling you on a business matter, but let's get caught up first. How is your, you know, whatever. So that it's, you don't, don't go just into business first, but they also don't feel blindsided by you then bringing up the business because then they can feel misled that you only called them to talk about the business, which you did, but you have to be upfront about it. So, hey, Paulus, I'm calling you about a business matter, but I haven't talked to you for ages. Let's get caught up first and talk business afterwards. How are your kids doing? So that's that's how you want to do it. Then I would say, so why I wanted to talk to you is your friend has been ordering the products and I wanted to check in with you if you think you ever would actually want to become involved in my network marketing company, because it's a way you can make commissions. Right now I'm making commissions, but I would love you to, since this is actually your friend. And rather than just me making commissions, it could be a way that you could get some benefit too. Do you think you'd be interested at all? I know at one point you didn't really want to, but I would just love you to benefit as well. 
and then just hear hear what she has to say. And usually, usually it will be, oh wow, my friend is buying products. That's that's fantastic. So tell me a little bit more about your company, okay? And, and then there might be some other other. Um, we way just commented. That's good. There might be some other objections. She's like, well, I remember you said I had to go on auto order. So then you can address the objections, but at least you know she's interested. So I, I would bring, I would talk to her first, always give them the, the opportunity to become an associate or be part of the referral program. Then if she's like, no, I'm totally happy. Um, you know, just if my friend wants to order through you, that's totally good. So I would just confirm with her, say, that's fantastic. If you ever change your mind, let me know because my door is always open. I'd love to work with you and I'd love you to benefit. But you're just to be clear, you're okay if I contact your friend about the products and the business. And because I just like it to always be like really clear, especially it's, if it's family or a friend. So that's how I would word it too, just confirm. So you're okay if I contact her and just know if you ever change your mind, you know, please, please call me because I would love to have you involved. We wait. Does that kind of give you both both ends? Because you want to you want to see if she's interested, but you also want to confirm that she's okay that you talk to her friend. I think probably. Let me just check the chat. Okay. Does anyone have comments or questions about that or how to handle? Or have you had this happen in your in your organization at all? My philosophy is if I ever think something's going to be glitchy or awkward is explode the bomb up front. Like I just try to be as transparent as possible. And I'm always trying to think what could be in it for them. So like my sister-in-law, if she can make a commission and I'm making a commission, that's like wonderful. And oh, so yeah, we Wei says she's on a crowded bus, so she can't talk. That's totally fine. Sometimes people don't realize that it's as easy as that is just recommending to a friend. And once they understand that, they're like, oh my goodness, this is easier than I thought. And also some people don't realize that I make a commission and they make a commission because that's not something that happens in the normal world. So that's when you can show them like, this is an example. Sometimes they're like, oh, that's what network marketing is. I didn't, I didn't know. All right. So we have answered the two questions that we had. So what other questions out there? Or does anyone talk about want to talk about some wins or something that's working for them? Anything at all? Because we've got we've got a little bit of extra time, which we never have. <laughs> um Everyone is so quiet. Wake hey. up. Well, I feel like Paulus is about to say something, but is, are you formulating I, it, Paulus? I, I am, and I'm trying to frame it. Um, uh, okay, uh, here it goes. Um, I I had a call um, a couple of days ago from a, a regular customer. He's buying retail from me, and she she really loves the products. And, you know, I, I thought this is a great time to to ask her. Look, you're buying quite quite regularly, 
um, why don't you join my team and so on? And she she was a bit cagey and I didn't really realize her situation. And she said, look, I don't really want to go on auto order. I've, I'm, I'm, I don't have a regular income. I'm um, fixing vacuum cleaners. So it's, a, <laughs> and, and I didn't know that. And I'm thinking, wow, you're, you're making money out of people's trash. You're entrepreneurial already. You've got the spirit. <laughs> and I see potential there. Um, but I, um, I'm thinking she might be hard up. And how, how do I develop this relationship? Maybe, maybe not to go. I don't know. Because um, I did remember your, your script at one stage. You know, you, you asked, do you have a thousand dollars? If you don't, maybe I can't help you. Remember that script in the email you mentioned mm-hmm. one stage? <laughs> Yes, um, yes, yes. And how how much do you help with someone like this that has potential but maybe is short of cash, and uh, um, or do you just let it go? I mean, I'm just wondering. No, that's a great question. It's a great question. So the the question when so my the question about like do you what can you invest in your your business? That more mm-hmm. is when I'm doing um, like a lead that's come in from my website or. Mm-hmm. So it's more a little bit more of a cold lead versus like mm. this is more a warm, warm lead that you know and you have a, a bit of a rapport with. So that's a little bit different because when someone is is like going through my website and they're saying, I want to work with Carmen, I have this intake form. And at the very end, it says, you know, um, what is your budget? Because yeah. someone who doesn't know me, I've got to weed out. Like if they don't have a thousand dollars to put into a business, in in because I build online, I can't. Yeah, it's it's not going to probably work. But because I won't have a way to get to know them for them to have build rapport, etc. It's a little bit different if it's a person that you know. And if this person seems entrepreneurial, it's it can be really worth just planting that seed and, and letting it grow. You know, versus that person who comes to me online, I have no way besides them following my blog, which hopefully they do. But then they still have to come to me. You know, so it's. So it's a little bit different. So in this case, if you're mm-hmm. like, because you know, our my rules are, if it's someone I know, would I like to work with them? And would they be good at this? Mm-hmm. Now, if that isn't it, you know, if, if they're, you don't really want to work with them <laughs> and they, you don't think they'd be good at this, then the products could be good for them. And then the products might change them and then they change into this different person. And we know that our network marketing products can help everyone, you know, like, so, I mean, if I could get as many people on just on the products, so that just might be a start and maybe she just starts as a retail customer. That's okay. And then if there's a way to, to nurture, because we don't, we don't even mind if people don't have the income to, to even invest in a business, as long as they've got the drive. Because remember Jeremy Stansfield, you know, used two credit cards to buy his first business. So someone, if they've got the drive, could qualify their one business center over a period of time. So yeah, I I would take people like that. If they had the drive, you know, if it was a student that didn't have the funds or it was an adult that had got laid off because of the pandemic or got blindsided or who knows what happens. But if they have the drive and the attitude, I don't care if they don't have money because I know there's a way they can do this as long as they have the attitude the drive and the attitude. Yeah. It's okay. only, and it's, these type of conversations are so tricky. Like when do you let someone go when, you know, because always follow your heart. 
what you just want to be careful of is all of your energy going to dragging someone across the finish line and deflating you, you know, and that that's where you end up spend spending most of your time because that will wear you down. You know, whether you're a network marketer or you're just a business owner, if you spend all your time with CND clients, you'll stop being an entrepreneur. You'll stop being a business owner. In network marketing, if you spend all your time with people you have to drag across the finish line, you'll it'll just wear you down. Yeah. Should we should we give people the benefit of the doubt and you know, like like bet on the jockey? You know, absolutely. But just you you can feel in your energy over time if this is kind of, you know, not the person you should be investing your time in. Does that help? Yeah, thank thank you, um, Carmen. It's very valuable. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And one one thing I have learned in network marketing that I mean, we we know this from all the books and you know intuitively, like it always is our connections and it's the people we meet and the the kind things that we do and just the the friendships that we have. It all comes back. So even this lady, you know, if she's doing retail and she has a great conversation with you. She may not do anything later, but in two years, it might just be the right time. So I really believe that as long as we're out there, you know, doing good things, being kind, encouraging people, whether or not they come into our business, it can come back around. And then if you can still hold your boundaries for what is good for you as well. And that's kind of the dichotomy of life. It's like, how do be I, how do I be kind and compassionate, but then still have boundaries? You know, it's like, and it's, we see it in, in our whole lives. You know, how do, if I'm raising kids, how do I, you know, teach them morals, but then still give them, you know, like not tell them what to do all the time. So it's the same thing, like in our business, like, how do I be encouraging, but I'm also really clear what this takes. So it's a good thing to journal on, like, how do I, how do I play? How do I live? the dichotomy of life because there's always two sides you know we could we could say this person can't afford it you know i'm not going to give them any time when in reality if we would give them a little bit more time they could be an incredible incredible associate and in this case we're just looking we're looking for attitude and drive That's a great question. So glad these questions come up because I can tell you something like, like my intake form has that question. Do you have a thousand dollars? And if they say they don't, um, it, well, actually what the question says is it says, how much money do you have to invest in your, your own business? And it's like, um, you know, I, I can't remember what it is, but it's basically they can answer zero. <laughs> and if they answer zero, I know in this online format, I can't help you, you know, so yeah. But it's good you ask that question because when you're talking to someone, they, it might be zero now. It might be like, like I don't have, and you, you can foster that, but I can't online. You know, it's a different, it's a different scenario. Great question. I'm going to switch tangents just for a little bit. Lerno, would you want to share what you think helped you make that rank advancement? Because I think that would be so helpful for people to hear like what you felt. I mean, obviously, we know it's the accumulation of what you've been doing for years. But what do you think made the difference over the past, let's say this year? Like, have you been doing anything differently? I, to be perfectly honest, I think what happens is just having an outlet of where I could vent. <laughs> 
Very good. Okay, that's great. That's great. Clear things for me because I think things were boiling and just being able to vent. Yes. Say what it was. I was really, really feeling and felt listened to. And I think that just made the difference because it just made my energy very different. Mm. Yeah, it's such a good thing to remember for for everyone. Do you have someone that you can vent to? And preferably your upline or a cross line, not your downline, <laughs> if you can. Sometimes your downline can be really close to you. Like, you know, maybe you came in at the same time and it's okay. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. always, but we it really is like try not to vent to your downline normally. <laughs> mm-hmm. But upline, cross line, or downline that's kind of, you know, came in at the same time and you're you're not gonna like deflate each other. So important yep. though, because we have to clear that space. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then I think the other thing is just going back to the thing that I'm good at, the thing that I'm good at is picking up the phone. <laughs> yeah. That's another the online gem. Stuff, it's another, you know, and then just I think talking about things that interest me and releasing what anyone thinks about what it is I choose to talk about online. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to talk personally things, mm. but there's some things that I have felt that I've wanted to share for a long time and didn't. And then, you know, just a couple of weeks, I just shared it and I thought, well, it's too bad. Who accepts what it is that I have to say is okay and who doesn't, that's okay too. But now you get to see the real me. You get to see who it it is that I am. Mm. Yeah, authenticity always wins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. And I love what you said too. No, keep keep going, keep going. You're in a a great role. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Yeah, I think the other thing is also just having much more fun in what it is that you're doing because we can get all very serious with this entrepreneurial stuff. But in the end, everybody's so miserable anyway. So that when you come along, you know, and you just brighten up their day, you know, and in terms of brightening up their day, your day gets brightened up too. So I did a lot of silly things and I just enjoyed that some of the silly things that I did. Beautiful and fun. <laughs> and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, I really like what you said as I went back to what I'm I'm good at, picking up the phone. And I think mm. that's something for everyone to think of when my business, because we all have times where it's just really flowing. Like what were we doing when our business was really flowing? Because we can get caught up in all this other stuff. And sometimes we just need to go back to basics, what was working. Mm in any of these moments in our life when our business is really flowing. And I think, you know, I just I just got an email today from somebody, you know, it's about a new market that's opening. And this person seems to know a lot more than I know about this whole new market. And they were really just wanting to ask, they were asking me to send them information because they want to study and whatever. And I just took a real postured stand to it. And I said, well, look, how about we get it together on a Zoom? And between now and my you know, does this time suit you? And I gave him a time. And I said, between now and then, you make a list of all the questions that you actually want to ask me and I'll answer them for you on the Zoom. Because I, when I get him on the Zoom, I wanted him to know, hey, when I give you all this information, are you going to tie up with me or are you just going to drain me with all this, getting all the info? 
and then go somewhere else. So I want to. I just want to set it straight right at the very beginning. I probably mm. wouldn't have been able to come this if I hadn't had that emptiness, you know, if I'd had it emptied out. Because mm. now I can just step up and say, I'm looking for who it is I'm working with. And, yes, you sound really great and it sounds all very exciting, but I still want to check you out. Yeah, absolutely. And this posture is really important for all of us. Like you really want to assume this posture of a business owner that is hiring for your company. Mm. Because mm. even though everyone in our downline is their own independent distributor, you want to view it like your posture is you're interviewing them to make sure it's a fit for both of you. You know, like, are mm-hmm. they going to be the right person to work in your company? You know, mm-hmm. and then of course they're checking you out too, or, or the company out, but that's the posture mm-hmm. we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you, Myrna. That's yeah, super helpful. Super helpful. Mm-hmm. So any other questions that we want to want to bring to the, the call or any insights, any wins? The, I want to reiterate the times that we are in, so many people are looking for another way. And so just keep remembering that so many people are looking. And it's not just money, it's to have something that they love doing and that is actually fulfilling for them. And so there's there's a more of an emptiness now because we've got you know social media, AI, of course, the next thing, but people are still yearning for those connections and to be doing something meaningful in their life. So keep having conversations with people. Yes, the financial, like for me, it was always the, it was purpose and financial freedom. Those were the two things I wanted. I wanted to love what I did and I wanted to have financial freedom. And those are ever strong, if not strong. Sorry, Claudia, go ahead. <laughs> so as um, what Nana said, doing what you're um, good at and love doing, uh, in, beside all, all the things I'm doing, I love. But um, specifically, I realized that I'm a kind of a born event manager, it looks like. As when I have like five events in the air, I'm in, in my bus thing. Yeah? So I say, okay, I've, uh, I better keep doing this kind of things. And um, then I also realized what, what you said, uh, the people are kind of longing for are these um, coming together. So I'm, I'm now on, on the path of um, finding out there's a good um, living room <laughs> where we can have um, kind of events together I mean face in face face by face that's possible now again and then get these connections get these talks get the cooking huh, Renate we get the cooking going <laughs> and then also have then talks and also present um, whatever we want to present and we make it maybe a scenery for example and the skincare but that also drags with it um, other things and then we make it kind of a bit dependent on what the questions are the audience has and and do it there but most of the thing important thing is coming together talking have fun together and then the rest falls out of the air that's the idea so i'm um, getting there i have here and there events in of that nature already but i want to expand on it and also I mean, yeah, I have it now in Belgium. And then, yes, that's the other thing, the languages and the locations. But okay, I'm I'm ready to travel. 
Wonderful. Yeah. And that's, it's such a good example of figuring out where your zone of genius is, but also centering your network marketing business around what you love, because that will give you the natural leads. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Claudia, for sharing that. All right. Any final, final things? I'm, I'm, um, we're still good. We've got probably three more minutes. So there's anything that's kind of niggling at the back of your mind or everyone's WAPS is going good. The one of the questions you can keep asking yourself is who, and even in, as you're like making your network bigger, forming the friendships where you can learn about people, what their desires are, what their dreams are, just keep expanding that net as much as you can, because that also right now, there's just people are really, it's just such a crazy time still, you know, it's crazy in a different way, but more and more people are just like, what am I doing in my life? And, and our company is such an answer for that. She, Myrna, yes. Yeah, you know, Carmen, that's a very interesting thing because one of the things that I've noticed on Facebook is that there's a lot of people making a lot of changes and they're talking about the changes and it's very mm. different changes to the changes they talked about two or three or four years ago. Mm. They're like the downsizing, they're selling, they're moving overseas, they're going, they're doing, you know, they're leaving the city, they're going to live in the country. There's a whole load of... Yeah, yes. It's yeah. very different. It's very different. Whereas, whereas the talk before was this is what I achieved, this is, you know, my big goal, mm. this is what I want. It's That talk is not so loud anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's all more around what am I doing in my life and my lifestyle and like what have I been doing for the last 20 years? You know, yes. just yeah. yeah. And there's this gap of people just looking for fulfillment, connection, yes. and something that's real, you know, like and I, I think that's why we're such a good answer to that because it it ticks so many boxes, you know, doing something that's meaningful on so many levels. Yeah. Mm. And the more the more your network can expand by like, you know, Myrna, you, you talked about like doing silly or fun things, that's going to connect you with other people. So whatever you can do, like hobbies, things that make you curious just to meet people and get to know them. And mm -hmm. it may not result in another person in your network marketing business now, but you don't know in a year. You, you just mm -hmm. never know. But I, I just know in my heart, the more that we can connect with people on a deeper level right now, it will come back around. And especially in, in Soulcraft, I always encourage you to follow your, your passions and your dreams, like build, like network marketing is just a vehicle to help you achieve your purpose, you know, what you're here to do. So keep exploring like your passions and your purpose and expand that, you know, network marketing again is just that vehicle. And so the more that we can expand why we're here, that's, that's really what life is all about. And that will put you in contact with more people which will be good for your network marketing business as well. Um, all right. Well, on that note, let's take take our pictures. I'm going to let my hair back down. It's getting hot in here or was getting hot here. All right. Fantastic call, everyone. Let's take our first picture. One, two, three. Oops, we can't have a... <laughs> <Are they? laughs>
<laughs> Perfect. One, two, three. Super good. And now they're a crazy one. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> Super good. You all look like cats on a on a screen. <laughs> yes. We are. <laughs> Thank you everyone for just bringing your hearts and and just really being transparent and honest and authentic and and asking great questions. So, I will see you in 2 weeks and then any questions keep them coming as well. And congratulations Myrna again. Just absolutely fantastic. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.